Welcome to The Intimate Factor. I'm Stephanie Smith, and we are going to walk through this journey of love and life, learning intimacy like we've never known before. Today, I want to bring to you about time. How in our busy, busy world, in our busy, busy lives, married, single, children, completely alone in your in your life, it's just time time management I don't have enough time there's not enough time in the day there's not enough time in the world there's not enough time in the week why do people have to shift time the sun why doesn't it stay up more all these different things that we use as excuses for time the real question is are you complaining about the time or your priorities on time because in all actuality we don't have a time management problem We have a time priority problem. How does this intertwine with intimacy? Let's talk about it. So, as many of you know, I am a nursing student. And that takes a lot of time. I have to read many chapters. I have to memorize many things. So my time that I'm taking up is seems to be a good amount of time good spent time focusing on school bringing forth my education there's absolutely nothing wrong with that and I'm not debunking that at all but I thought about this even today and I thought about how if I spent the same amount of time on reading the word of God seeking after God as I spend on my nursing studies my whole life I believe would be different why do I say that not saying I'm unhappy with my life I am becoming comfortable with transition and I'm learning that God is pushing I love pushing me into greatness and and pulling me forward into things that I normally wouldn't do but because he loves me so much and he loves his people that he needs me in a place to speak to them but it's nothing for me to sit on Netflix for four hours and watch a TV show it's nothing for me to go out spend time with friends and my husband and Not saying that I don't do that. I have time set aside on date nights to make sure that I'm able to spend that time with my husband. But what if there was one time I took two hours and spent with God rather than watching Criminal Minds? What if there were two hours of the day instead of taking my brain break of doing nothing? And I mean literally nothing but playing games on my phone or sitting here in a daze. What if I spent time with God? Imagine what that would be like. I want you to imagine for just a moment something that takes much of your time, whether it be Netflix binging. Be honest with yourself. Please be honest. Because in this very moment, we're going to come to an understanding that we don't have a time management problem. Think of that one thing Like, man, when the kids are in bed and I just want to be able to relax, let my mind go, not think about anything. But what if in that time 
you soaked in the presence of God. You listened to his word or you listened to music and it brought you a song or you began to pray. What if we took our time and we rearranged it and put our energy towards the presence of God? What would that look like? What would our lives entail? Not saying that we don't need rest time. Not saying that we don't need a relaxation time and a time to completely download our minds. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, my priorities is school. Home. Making sure that my home is a place for my family to be able to come to for peace. Making sure that I have all of my assignments complete because I know that what I'm doing for school is something God is calling me to. But in all of that, where's my time for him? Where's my time spent in the word, reading the mysteries and unlocking the the treasures of God? What is he saying? I can't hear over homeostasis and different things that I'm reading within the nursing books. I can't hear over the noise of study. But he said, I need you to get into my word. Ecclesiastes talks about a time for everything. Now, right now, I'm going to share with you and be very vulnerable with you. Right now is my time of study. Even when I go into worship, even when I put music on in my house, it's almost like I can't hear the right sound because my sound right now is I need to listen to the word of God. I need to listen to the Bible. I need to listen how the different mysteries that he's unlocking through his word of God. It's a study time for me. And it correlates with me studying for school. Because as I'm studying nursing, I need to understand the true healing power of God. So when I step into my nursing practice, when I step into that place to be able to touch patients, I'll be able to step in with the knowledge and understanding of breaking actual infirmities and people walk and people are set free from sickness. So my time right now is study. What is your time? Because if that's what he's pulling you into, it's like, I need you to sing to me. I need you to study. I need you to talk to me. Or I've been talking with some young ladies and I just need you to listen. Pray for an hour and not listen to me. It's like you're just a chatterbox and you're not listening to anything I'm saying. So when we pray, silencing our mind, silencing our hearts, silencing our just our soul, so that when we get done praying, all of a sudden, God speaks. And though we hear all the outside noise and we hear all the things around us and we hear even our own minds start racing, that's that, that's the rock slides and the fires and the flooding around us. But no, it's that small still voice that comes in and says, I have something to say. But if we don't take time out to hear the small still voice, that makes a huge difference. In the lives of you and many other people will miss it. And am I, am I saying you're going to miss God? No, you're not going to miss God. You're not. That's between you and God. What I'm saying is if we take the time priority to put God first, 
So what do I do? Oh, God, I got to wake up early. I got to wake up before six o'clock. And that just makes me shudder. Now, before, I don't know what it is. I got older. I don't like to wake up earlier. Before I wake up at four o'clock in the morning, get up with God. But that's just not my, that's not my hour of prayer anymore. I used to stay up till midnight war against the evils of midnight. That's not my place anymore. I like to be in bed by nine now. My husband starts calling me old because I like to get up like six and only when I have to and go to bed by nine because what I have to get done throughout the day is very taxing mentally, physically, emotionally. I have to be able to be able to be in a right state of mind. That's a whole nother message. But my time in the morning, I get up at least a half an hour early. I listen to my word before my husband starts talking, before my children start knocking on my door, before I start getting texts and Facebook messages and Instagram messages and all these different things that become a distraction from the Lord throughout the day. I have to have it. I have to hear my father. I have to hear the mysteries for my day. I have to know what he's saying. I have to pray and seek him. Okay, God, if I'm mentoring somebody today, what do you want me to say? Because I can't do it. It's not me mentoring this person, except for my testimony of what God has brought me through. But if I don't take that time and make that time a priority, I can't. Even when I go to the grocery store, what if there is somebody there that is really struggling? God says, go talk to that person. I will have nothing for them if I didn't seek him first. You know, another part is to all my working mothers out there and working fathers. Very rarely do we ever take time for ourselves. That is a time priority issue. We have to do it. I don't have time is not an excuse anymore. You don't want to go to the gym because it's crowded. You don't want to do this. You don't want to. I can't do this. I would love to go out on the water. But I just can't because we're too busy. You know, my son has this and my daughter has this and my children have this and my wife has this and I have this and all these meetings and blah, 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 blah. But in all actuality, you have not made it a priority in your life to take care of yourself. And very honestly, what I'm going to tell you may hurt your feelings, but it's true. If you do not take care of you, how are you going to take care of your family? Make it a time priority. Once a month, start something simple. Take yourself out to dinner. Take yourself out to a movie. Listen, for my husband, when he took himself to a movie for a first time, it was weird for me. I was like, what are you doing? Why are you taking yourself out to a movie? But it was to a movie he knew I would never watch. You know, it had some um, people in it I just don't like really watching. So what made sense to me, I'm like, oh, he's taking time for himself. Now, at least once a month, I push him. I said, baby, have you gone out? Have you gone out lately? Have you, you know, when he would go get his hair cut on a Saturday, but he would take all day. And I, I, again, I was like, why is he taking all day to get a haircut? But in all actuality, he was getting a haircut. He may go get a massage. He may go get things. And for some of you, this is foreign and this is strange, but my husband runs better 
when he takes care of him. When he has his time with God and he takes care of him. What it has shown even my family as the head of household taking care of himself. He'll go to the gym. He, I mean, he just, he really does. It's not a selfish thing, but he really takes care of himself. What does that show my children? What does that show me as his wife? That it's okay to go and take care of myself. Even on a budget, we budget it in because it is important that we take that time management piece to take care of ourselves. That way we can take care of our families. We're refreshed. We're not agitated. We're not angry. Our jobs don't have us upset because we had a place to be able to release that stress. So taking that time priority for ourselves is important. And also, it helps our mental and emotional status. It is really hard to come before God and seek God when there's emotional baggage or when there's when you have stress in your brain and your head hurts. All of that hinders us from getting into the presence of God but if you are like oh wow I just had a great dinner by myself I had the brownie all on my own one spoon not four and so it's like I do this once in a while and now I can I'm like wow I really feel good about myself and there's something about feeling good about ourselves because we took that time that now we can go before God emotionally whole and our mental status is better and then we seek God and then it's like wow I understand God's like oh you clear like I can really come in and I can really do something and now that I can really do something so it, it all kind of rolls in together work goes better relationships go better but it's a question of your time priority skills how does this all wrap into intimacy when we take time priority and we're disciplined in spending that time with God he notices he notices he notices when it's like you know what I'm going to wake up the half an hour early just so I can hear his voice first. I'm going to stay up a little bit later so I can hear his voice last. I'm going to take care of myself because I realize that the Holy Spirit is on the inside of me and he can reveal everything to me that God is trying to tell me. But if I keep eating frying pork and I keep eating all these things that my body is just not made for, I'm going to die a soon death and then I can't do what God has called me to do. And that that really saddens the father. So those that have children, I want you to hear me. Imagine, just imagine that your child, well, we can all imagine this, many of us. Your child is doing that one thing that you just are like, oh, I just, it grieves you. You're like, why? Why do they keep seeking that? Why do they keep eating that? Why do they keep doing that? Why did so there's like some one thing in their life you just don't agree with and it saddens you and it grieves you. Now imagine a father who loves you way more than that, and you're doing something that grieves the father because you don't want to take that time out and say, Listen, I've got to do this. The most powerful word in the English language is no. Many of us don't like to hear no and definitely don't like to say no. But no creates boundaries. Boundaries create time priorities. I am 
God has shifted me around people that just have serious time priorities. I have brothers and sisters who are like, I'm sorry, I just, I don't, I can't do that right now. And it's not that they don't want to talk to me or they, they have time priorities. I'm spending time with God and no one else is doing that. Don't bother me. My phone is off. No. Okay, I honor that. But being more knowledgeable about it, it's like, oh, my father wants my time. You know, the word talks about Jesus being the lover of our soul. What does a lover want from us? Think about that. What does a lover want from us? Our time. Lovers don't always want expensive gifts. Some do, but not all of them. But after a while, gifts get boring. A lover that doesn't see you gets hurt. So when Jesus is the lover of our soul, the watchman over our soul, our intercessor who is interceding and praying for us, he is grieved when we don't seek him out. It's like, Jesus, come in. Come in, sit down. Let's talk because I need this time with you. Jesus, come in. Come on in because I have some things that I need to unload and share. And I need to pray and I need direction and I need guidance. And I know my soul needs work. And so since you're the lover of my soul, I need need help on what to do. And let me tell you, when you ask Jesus in, when you begin to really take that priority that he is allowed to come in and begin to do the soul work your life will never be the same your life will never be lacking if you allow him to keep coming in set that priority time set that time for him to talk and to minister and talk to you and mentor you and give you guidance and give you direction like I said when right now I'm in the word of God and I have to hear the voice through the word of God so when I'm reading the scripture it's like whoa when I right now when I read the scriptures I literally feel the breath of God coming out of the word of God it is so hard to explain but because I took the priority of time Instead of allowing myself to be managed by other people and their time restraints, I'm learning how to prioritize the time that I have because in all actuality, here's a huge breaker. You can't manage time. You can't. God can manage time. He's the creator of the moons, the stars, the planets, the earth. The atmospheres, the winds, the waves. He created time. He can control time. But we can't. We can think we do. So you're trying to manage time. But I really would love how that worked out for you. It's like, I'm a great time management. No. You know how to to prioritize in your time. 24 hours in a day is always going to be 24 hours in a day. Until the day that you die. Seven days a week. 
365 days a year. That is time. That's not going to stop and you can't stop it. The question to leave you with is, how are you going to prioritize within that timeline? What are your goals and aspirations? What priorities are you going to put in place? God is waiting for you. I want to thank you for joining me in the whole Intimate Factor family